pediatric residents, awards for faculty and staff, and also for the for me and Hermione's achievement award presentation. Uh, this is, for me, one of the most important days uh, of the year. Uh, it's the year where, where the, uh, a number of things happen in the, the state. The, the first, we have a new set of pediatric residents that have come into the building. They're getting trained as we speak, um, so all kinds of orientations. Back when uh, Karen O'Brien was sitting back there, Kristen, and, and, uh, and Nick, and I was a, a, an intern many years ago, it was a day of orientation, and then you have to start the next day. You know, we were ready to go. Um, now it takes uh, about three weeks uh, because of so many requirements for, for our HACCP and, and residents, and it, it's just, it, it really takes that long to actually get everything done that needs to be done. Uh, so they are here in the building, and uh, I would ask, uh, of course, the residents were sort of cluster in the back there, kind of hiding in the middle of the corner, I can tell. <laughs> um, and, and the faculty who are here at the front to that, uh, at noon there will be a luncheon. Uh, you're certainly welcome to come to that luncheon. And more importantly, this evening, uh, in, the, in the front lawn of, of the hospital, if uh, weather permitting, although I think the, the thunderstorms will hold probably until about 8.30 p.m., I've been told specifically by some weatherman friend that I have. Um, and, uh, please come and join us for our, our traditional welcoming Pizza party, which is a it's a very nice event. Uh, we have our outgoing PL3s, our, our rising PL3s, PL2s, and then the new interns coming in, and hopefully there are many faculty members and staff that will come in to welcome them. It's a fun event. Uh, it's, it's great pizza. It's, it's a pizza truck from New Haven, which we've contracted them for about two years or more, and great ice cream. So please do join us. This is kind of the fun part of, of, of residency, and, and welcome the new house office. We really have an outstanding group of of young people who are incredibly well trained, did incredibly well in the match this year, and I, I want to thank Ed and everyone for their commitment for bringing the top people to Connecticut Children's Medical Center. Uh, so that's sort of the first announcement. Uh, the other one, if you are, if uh, Mark, Laura, and where, where are my four? All right, exiting chiefs, please stand up for a second. Yeah. Now we have <laughs> Somewhere, so she's probably on, uh, on Etherland somewhere. So when she shows up, please give her a hug. But uh, for the three of you, I really want to thank you for you know enormous amount of work and incredible work. We'll have a little more time to celebrate you on graduation day, which is coming a week from uh, Saturday. For faculty uh, that haven't signed up yet, please do come to, uh, to the graduation. It's another nice event. This year is at the uh, the Farmington Marriott. Uh, which is a little different than our traditional coverage, but if you, if you talk to Ed or any of us and, and please sign up for that, it's, it's a nice, very nice event. And then this is also a time where we bring in our new chiefs uh, that will be coming in. And Emily Biddick, Krista Sorrell, and Sarah Community, stand up for one second and please give them a round of welcoming applause to them. Again, this is a fun day because this is the day they kind of take over. Uh, although they've been working behind the scenes for the last month and a half, making sure that, or maybe even three months, uh, you know, they just entertainment, of course. Uh, make sure the schedule is, is uh, uh, set, and, and of course they think it's set, but it, it, it's never set. And I think, think Marla Arnega will tell you that they're still working on the schedule as they speak for this, for the current class. And so, but we have uh, just an amazingly talented group of chief residents that will be helping us move forward. And, and really, uh, today, uh, they will be presenting uh, a number of awards. Uh, and uh, you know, some of these are not yet known to, to, uh, to some of you because it's a secret until we tell who it is. Uh, and, uh, and I think what you will see is that the, uh, the recognition of faculty is very, very important. And I really appreciate what, you know, what all of you do. And I think the residents are uh, on graduation day, we'll have an opportunity to celebrate our residents and how the faculty, you know, the faculty awards have been given to them as well. So it's a little bit sort of the reverse at that point. Uh, in the program, which I don't think you have yet, I think you get it on the way out. Uh, you will have uh, all the all the award winners, uh, and also in the back, uh, there are a number of resident recognition awards that are equally important, and for didactic teaching and the McNeil Teaching Award. And resident recognition award, and just to show you and highlight, you know, please take a look at that because many, many faculty members are are recognized uh, uh, any in any given month, any given week, and that really is a testament of you know for everything that people do uh, for the 
value that you're teaching. So thank you to, to the faculty. Uh, and it's not easy to get those awards. Uh, we have a lot of faculty. And, and if you do get it, congratulations uh, for, for all of you. So with, without further ado, with the program, uh, it, what we follow now is we're going to ask Emily, Krista, and Sarah to come up and present the, uh, the awards. Good morning and welcome. We would like to first start by recognizing that there are so many people here at Connecticut Children's who provide excellent care for our patients and their families and provide us with a tremendous amount of support. We are so appreciative of all the support you provide us with during our training here. It really is a team effort. As it takes a village to raise a child, it too takes a village to raise a resident. We want to thank the attendings, the nurses, PCAs, our social workers, our respiratory therapists, case managers, clinical nutritionists, pharmacists, our academic office, and so many more who help us to become better doctors and better people day in and day out. We'd like to take a moment to thank all of you for your support and dedication to our resident education. So thank you. Uh, the awards presented today are to those individuals or groups who have gone above and beyond in resident education. The first three awards are given out on a monthly basis by our residents, and we would like to honor those here today. So the first is the Didactic Teaching Award. The faculty at Connecticut Children's um, spend this time every week giving didactic lectures for residents, and this award is given out each month by residents who, rec who have recognized an outstanding lecturer. We would just like to take a moment to honor these individuals again. Um, this year's recipients are listed on the slide for you. It's Dr. Martin, Dr. Kelly, Dr. Young, Dr. Brown, Dr. Garcia, Dr. Hale, Dr. Emmerich, Dr. Silva, Dr. Livingston, Dr. Eli, Dr. Collins, Dr. Zinaziak, and Dr. Smartin. So thank you. Our next set of awards is the Resident Recognition Award, and that is for the staff here at Connecticut Children's. Our to recognize that they are the people who support us on a daily basis and make our days a little bit easier. Each month, the residents nominate and recognize a staff member who has been an integral part of our experience that month. So we'd like to honor the recipients of the Resident Recognition Awards for the year, and they're listed as well. So there's Joy from Pharmacy, Jen Fortin, Diane Siegel, Matt, I believe, <laughs> Nellie Love, Gabe, who works at security at the CHC for us, Carolyn Redding, Cliff, one of the PCAs on MS6. Mike Wright, Joy, again, was nominated. Um, Dakota Mishaj from Nutrition. Evie, one of the nurses on MS6. Jane Murray from Nutrition. Anna Maria and Lucretia, who are the social workers at the formerly CCC, now CHC. Another monthly resident uh, recognition award is the McNeil Teaching Award. Uh, the award highlights faculty who provide exemplary teaching in the clinical setting. And the winners this year are Dr. Aaron Zucker, Dr. Cynthia Silva, Dr. Patricia Garcia, Dr. Kathy Kaufrenner, Dr. Alex Golden, Dr. Karen Amrick, Dr. Mark Greenstein, Dr. Nadeed Hussein, Dr. Alyssa Bennett, Dr. Natalie Besler, Dr. Vicki Grossi, Dr. Shereen Mason, and finally Dr. Joseph Newell. Clinic runs smoothly. 
As residents, they're the ones that we go to first with our questions, and they provide us with bedside knowledge not always found in the books. Nurses daily and quickly develop relationships with their patients, and we have developed relationships with these nurses throughout our time here at UCMC. So these are past winners.
behalf of all of the faculty, this has been a challenging year of transition, so it is always hard, and we appreciate all the work the residents did to help move us forward in a really uh, tricky year. Thank you very much.
to Leon for being here, uh, for his generosity with the Yukon School of Medicine and our Department of Pediatrics. Now this year's, <coughs> but before I do that, I just want to show a couple of things here. We, you know, again, one of the reasons this is a lifetime teaching contribution award is because Leon, one of the main things that he did over his life, and he did many, continues to do many, was teaching all over the world. And, and cardiopulmonary resuscitation as a newborn it, it really can be attributed to him and his efforts in really moving this forward. And you can see him here is teaching in China in 1983. And receiving a work from Professor Wu at the People's Republic of China for introducing CPR in 1983. And then uh, teaching in 90, 1984 in Argentina. And you can see Buenos Aires is 3,000, I think that's kilometers. Uh, so he's really somewhere in the middle of Dr. John Ray 
also former chair of our department and then director of newborn services, stated the following in his letter in support of his promotion for Vic, and I'm quoting, Vic is an outstanding example of highly productive full-time faculty providing exemplary service in all areas required. He's thoughtful and a great academic educator. In 1985, he was singled out by the Pediatric House Staff for the Faculty Award for Outstanding Teaching. So back then, he was getting all the accolades. Dr. Ray also said, uh, Vic is also an excellent clinician. He attends, just think of this, he attends approximately six months a year in the Hartford Hospital and Nursery, so the gym ward, uh, the standard six months, full time. Okay, so don't let any of your junior faculty tell you otherwise. Uh, Vic did that. Um, and in addition, he crossovers, he cross covers our program on weekends, and so it's pretty easy to solve our staffing issues now if you use the Vic model. Uh, Vic is a loyal member of the pediatric department and is represented well in local, regional, or national activities. And so fast forward to 1988, and that's why I got Karen O'Brien sitting back there. Uh, and I took this picture. I, my my first rotation as an intern in 1988. This is now July, late June, early July 1988. Uh, I was assigned for a month to the Hartford Hospital in ICU. Uh, and we had, we can tell you stories, which I'm not going to go into. And here's Dr. Herson. Uh, he used to have red hair. Uh, no longer red. And, uh, and, and the guy behind that is Lenny, Lenny Essenfeld also, who's, who's still working with us. Uh, and then Karen, who was uh, an APRN at the time, and uh, the right hand and left hand for Vic, and certainly for all of us who learned from her. And that little blue box, I think, was one of the old ventilators that, you know, they were very easy to handle. It was just two little dials and even an intern could do it. You know, and it was just, you go up and down, and now it's impossible, you really can't do any of that. And, and we were making rounds, uh, and, and, you know, and again, this is my, my first attending at uh, the University of Connecticut Department of Pediatrics was a big person. And, and since that time, I, I have known him, uh, I have admired him, uh, and, and I think one of the single most important features and characteristics that all of you who have been learners under Vic will, will, will know is that he is gentle, he's respectful, he's a gentleman, he cares about the faculty, and, and is always willing to teach, and, and that has characterized his career for so many years. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him bad. Now, some of you may dispute that, but I, I haven't. I have, not been, I have not witnessed that over the years, and, and it, it just tells you, you know, something about his character. Now, that's me in the background uh, on, on that same month, and uh, I, think, I think the guy in front is a, a resident called Jeff Lucas, who fell asleep at four in the morning, and I'm sort of back and say, what do I do now? I'm an intern. So call Vic. <laughs> That's what you got to do. My senior resident fell asleep. And uh, so again, you can see all the mess in this NICU. I think Andrew Bennett would have a heart attack now with the new process. There's food and chips and all kinds of things. But, you know, things have changed a little bit. Some more pictures. And again, with his team. And, and, and the, you can see him in the background. And uh, again, the former graduates of the MICU. Um, again, uh, I love the curtains, and you can see that. And, and, and his ties, you know, are endless. I mean, that's great. And, and, and he still has the same amount of hair, it's just now it's white, not red. Uh, with Kathy Marinelli. I'm not sure if they were singing or doing something like that here. And of course, he enjoys uh, you know, going out and, and having a good time at the beach. And then his hair, hair gets a little whiter here, Saturn, the map in the background. I don't know what they're doing, I think they're dancing. Um, and then here is, uh, you know, now moving forward, and I think this must be in Haiti, uh, a picture uh, in, in most recent years, and an older picture with, with the red hair and the red tie. Uh, and I think, uh, and then again, this is uh, typical of uh, just kind of, you know, to show you, um, you know, and again, I think with his faculty and, and, and staff, and I think they're all incredibly grateful with Vic for, for everything that, that he does. Um, so, and I, so a couple more things that I'd like to say, and, and I mean, I can go on forever talking about Vic and all his accomplishments, and, and if I picked on the room, I'm sure people would stand up and say equally nice things about him, because it's real. He, this, is not, this is not something you can, you can make up. I mean, this is a whole history of career, of teaching, of, of uh, you know, being a gentleman and a scholar. 
Paul wrote as if he was getting promoted to professor, just, you know, again, the only way to talk to him, and Paul apologized for not being here, he's traveling today, he specifically was very sorry that he could not be here for the next award. And uh, one thing that people may not know as well is, is how involved Vic was with the creation of our current institute. And, and I think he will be, with, with Dr. Jim Moore, will be involved in the creation of our new NICU. And hopefully that will happen over the next year. So we've had active discussions now with Harper Healthcare. Uh, we'll bring our NICU to the you know, 21st century. But, in, but back in, in the early 90s as the hospital was being built, uh, Vic, Vic was quite uh, uh, remarkably involved in getting the new NICU in place. And I'm going to read just a short paragraph from Paul's letter that, that it only in, in the way Paul can do it, you know, really clarifies this. The planning and construction of the new Connecticut Children's Medical Center included the design and building of a new unit of intensive care unit to be located at Harper Hospital. From 1994 to 1996, Dr. Herson was responsible for the design of the new unit and for ensuring consistency with the latest standards and recommendations for neonatal intensive care units. Dr. Herson served as a team leader in the transition planning for the new hospital's unit, including personnel, support services, interdepartmental and interhospital relationships, equipment, and patient care standards. As a consequence of a successful planning, the CCMC neonatal intensive care unit is a full-service, high-quality facility that addresses the needs of the region's sickest newborns and achieves clinical outcomes judged outstanding by national benchmarks and standards. Under his leadership, faculty members have been recruited to provide specific expertise and interest in such areas as biomedical engineering, nutrition and lactation, quality improvement, and neonatal follow-up programs. Dr. Herson expanded the mid-level Practitioner program to its current company of 10 clinical providers. Dr. Herson has also worked collaboratively with colleagues in the division of the neonatal, perinatal medicine, John Dempsey Hospital, to successfully integrate two separate neonatal follow up programs into a single program serving graduates of both units. This collaboration has had positive impact on both service delivery and cost. And then Paul goes on and on with all the things that they has accomplished in so many years. So, um, you know, it is, it is really, truly an honor to uh, give this to you, Vic, uh, highly deserving. Uh, you're a great company, and, uh, and, and this is something that I am uh, just very proud to be able to, to, uh, to give to you today. And uh, uh, I'm going to ask, before you come up, uh, I'm going to ask Dr. Kamayus to come up for a and say a few minutes, and then we'll be able to Several private rooms 
and switched them into an eight-bed unit and opened it in 1969. Now, we were only allowed to have monitoring systems for three babies. First of all, at the time, there was no way to ventilate a baby, so there was no, no one could see a reason why more than three babies at a time would ever need to be uh, uh, monitored. But we did open the unit with um, uh, three monitoring uh, uh, units, but we didn't have a physician to direct the unit. And so I used to come in for any time it was needed. And then I recalled that a fellow resident of, uh, with me at the University of Rochester, Bob Harris, was interested in neonatology. But since there was no fellowship anywhere, he made a fellowship for himself by combining neonatal pharmacology and a little bit of clinical exposure. And so I wrote to him and suggested that he come to Hartford uh, because the practice became available, Dr. Sam Rowley's practice became available, and he could, I think, court take it over and at the same time provide us with some coverage and knowledge that we very badly needed. And Bob, in fact, took me up on it and moved to Hartford. And so in addition to building his practice, he, on a voluntary basis, would come in on a part-time basis and direct the unit and help us with it. And he was fortunate enough uh, to be able to attract uh, Lee Hoffman and then Dr. David Brown to his practice. And both of them were now board certified in neonatology. In the meantime, the board had been created. And so we now had three people with expertise in neonatology in the area. And I was able to get them a one, one full-time position uh, between, to share between the three of them. And so between the three of them, they gave us the direction we needed. And I was therefore delighted when my successor as director of pediatrics at Hartford Hospital, Dr. Julius Landwood, uh, attracted uh, Vic to become the uh, real first full-time chief of neonatology and the NICU at Hartford Hospital. As I said, I've always admired Vic. I admired him for his calm demeanor. Uh, fortunately, his time in Vermont uh, canceled out his New York uh, <laughs> experience. I admired his his knowledge base, his expertise, his ability to deal with people, and also his administrative ability in running the unit. So I am delighted that he is receiving this award, and I congratulate you for well-deserved award. Thank you very much. Uh, physician uh, 
makes it even that much more meaningful to me. Uh, and I had the pleasure and privilege of working with Dr. Kamadis uh, for many years. Um, uh, and for those of you who didn't have that uh, privilege, uh, I can reassure you that everything you hear about him is true. said, you know, I'm also in this phase of bring, bringing the past to the present and handing it on to, to our future generations. And so I, I want to acknowledge um, some of the uh, mentors that, that supported me and, and, and helped me along the way, and only a few. Uh, John Ray, who was the chief of neonatology uh, when I joined the fellowship program and then became the chair of the department. Of course, Paul Dworkin, uh, who uh, led the department after after John for, for many years and uh, was, a, was a wonderful mentor and support to me, and then followed by Juan, uh, who has uh, taken on the reins in such a capable fashion. And uh, I'm, I'm so uh, pleased that uh, that you are uh, in this position in many ways, but uh, in part because uh, also you. With, uh, with us at a time when I was a young faculty member. And that, that sense of continuity is, uh, is, is, is amazing and uh, you know, just value added in so many ways. And I don't want to, uh, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Dr. Z, uh, because uh, uh, yeah, you have been here, it seems like forever. I'm pretty sure you were here when I came as a, as a, as a fellow in 
So, uh, so medicine is still uh, is, is is still a wonderful profession. It's uh, it has challenges like anything, uh, but um, but for those of you who are students and trainees, uh, you have a, a wonderful career ahead of you uh, to look forward to, and you know it remains a privilege to be able to care for children and their families and to be trusted entrusted with that uh, for uh, in the way that we are. Um, and um, the final little bit of advice I would have uh, in the way of uh, being a, a mentor, educator for the young folks is um, I know there's a tremendous focus that we all have when we're young on, uh, on learning the, the cognitive aspect of our, of our craft But uh, don't forget that while those are necessary, they're not sufficient. 